don't think I like the nicknames that I gave you. Oh, my nickname sounds like it could be in a porno. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? Mm. Since, you know what? I do watch a lot of porn, so that's probably what, what my <laughs> mind was with that. Okay. All right. I mean, All right. I feel like I should just have like a strap on and just be, <laughs> <laughs> be called Doc D. Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? about damn time jared damn back in the building and why i say back in the building i mean back in damn studios <laughs> aka casa lay damn casa lay casa la damn casa la damn but see casa is feminine so the lie but i'm masculine but yo i, I gotta go with the feminine one because the law describes yeah but then, and also, I don't, I don't have a casa. I live in, a, in an apartment. Okay, I, I don't know how to. Como se dice apartment in Espanol? You know what? I'll figure that out. I'll figure it out. I don't know. That's that's something that I'm going to think about after I stop recording. Welcome to It's About Damn Time, Jared Damn. I'm back with you. Back in Georgia. Um, Had a great time traveling and gallivanting, you know, all over. Got a chance to see my baby play volleyball, so shout out to Brooklyn. My baby, my baby was all over that court like a spider monkey, like a spider monkey. And uh, I had a really good time, you know, spending time with family and everything, but also just reminded me that, yeah, I definitely, definitely got to wrap this season up soon. Um, A lot of work I got to get into, and, and I am pretty much dropping the ball on some things, so... I got to reset and recalibrate on 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 things to set my goals up for 2022, 2022, not 2021, because we're in. Tw- All right. I've had coffee, so I might be a little loopy, but I say it to y'all like every week. It's either alcohol or coffee. Here's the reason I need a break. But we have a lot of more conversations to go before we get to that, that breaking point. But sometime in November, uh, probably mid-November, but I'll, I'll keep you updated. I'll keep you posted. But yeah, we got some conversations coming up that you're still going to be stimulated, much like the one we're having this week. Suicide Squad of Pod Month continues, and I have another host from the Unestablished Podcast. They are really my they are really my fam, for real. I, lo- I love these ladies. Uh, this week, I have Jawanda. Dr. Jawanda, uh, not Dr. D, um, is is um, gracing me with her presence this week. And um, what we start off talking about, you know, unestablished traditions and how people, you know, when they get married, they got to establish certain things and, and figure and figure things out. It ended up coming into some something like unestablished, 
like an unestablished holiday special because um, we've talked a lot about Christmas. Um, obviously, a tradition that you got to navigate when you when you um, just get married about how things are going to work. But it's funny because two people who don't really like Christmas spend a lot of time talking about Christmas and why we don't like it. So consider this my holiday special. <laughs> so without any further ado, sit back, relax, listen to Jawanda and me. It's about damn time. It is Suicide Squad of Podcasting Month, and I have yet another person from my crew. Yeah, my crew. Yeah, yeah, we 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 crew. I, yeah. Uh, this is another host of the Unestablished Podcast, podcast that I listen to religiously every week, Jawanda, a.k.a. not Dr. D. everyone nice to be here great to be here excited to be here a little nervous to be here Joanna, what you nervous see. about jared you know you it's just you me know. okay yeah that's enough wait 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 no 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 let's unpack this let's unpack this let's unpack this. <laughs> I don't need to you, unpack this you what 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 am i doing what do i do i mean i don't know what you're gonna say i don't know what you're gonna okay. ask i'm pretty sure it's it's gonna be you know it's gonna be okay We'll make it through. It's going to be okay. Yeah. 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 So, let me, let me, since you're nervous, let me ease your mind while doing damn if you know. As you know, because you, you're an avid listener to the show. It's my little icebreaker. It's my little little relaxation thing. I, I find something to sit there and, and, and kind of just shoot the shit with you. Just kind of relax. Just kind of get us all warmed up. I don't have a TikTok. I don't have anything that I saw on YouTube or 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 Instagram, or anything like that, what I want to talk to you about, and the damn if you know is, why do you think I'm a flirt? I don't understand <laughs> why. Jared, because <laughs> you are. Like, if anybody listens to your podcast, like, you be flirting, yo. Okay, so, uh, this this is a, a, you know, a battle that we've had going on in our group chat. Jawanda thinks that I'm a flirt. Now, anybody that knows me knows that I am clearly not. Well, no, I had a couple people that agreed with you because I asked yes. outside of the. But it's not oh, true. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad it was outside of the circle who you asked and they agreed with you. But Jawanda, it's not. It's not true. And 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 here's why. I'm one. I keep telling y'all this. I don't know how to flirt. I've it's never in, been. Smooth. It's innate. Okay, so it's natural. It's innate. You already know how to do it. That's why you don't. That's why you never had to quote unquote learn because it was already it's inside of you. Okay, continue. Okay, so so do you flirt? Um, I can. You can. So you have flirt. We will say that because you recently mm-hmm. married. I don't no problems. <laughs> what up, EJ? Um, so you, so you, so you have flirted in some point in time in your life. Yes. Okay. So, how do you flirt? It's just it's just conversation, and it's all about what the conversation is about and how you respond in conversation. Flirting doesn't have to necessarily mean anything as far as like touch or whatever, but it definitely has to do with your response and how you talk to people. So the way I talk to people is that I talk to people in a flirtatious way that that makes people um, horny for me. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't understand what's happening right now. I don't 
know. I, I mean, I don't know what the people are thinking, but I'm just saying as a, a listener, you know, that has been listening for probably about, you know, 10, 11 weeks now. Um, yeah, you be flirting. Mm. It's happening. Okay. I'm and you say it's not either either you're very intrigued in the conversation or you flirting. I'm very intrigued in the conversation, Jawanda. And, and and here's why. Part of part of the premise for the show is that I talk to people that inspire me so we can so we can have conversations that change the way you see and view things. That's what I say in the trailer. Yeah, and Jared's eyes of flirtation. <laughs> he flirts with the people to get more information. It's so okay. Now, so, so now and, I use my eyes to flirt. <laughs> okay. I'm not there, so I can't see what you're okay. using. But as uh, a listener, I hear the voice and the tone is very, you know, very white, you know. That's how I normally speak. How are you doing? Jordan. Teddy Pendergrass, you know, a little <laughs> you'll never find. You know, a little mm. a little all of that mixed up in there. Well, I, I did have one guest that, that told me that I, I need to um to utilize my my podcasting voice a little bit more. Like I like I gotta be into it. But I'd be so excited to talk to y'all. Like like it just go high pitch and I'd be forgetting that I'm supposed to be smooth on the mic. So it's okay. Yeah, I mean whatever. All right. I mean, fine. I'm gonna do a poll. Uh I'm gonna Yeah, do a poll. I would love to see what those responses are. Yeah, okay. That's gonna be some content coming up. And uh I'm I'm making sure that you're gonna be tagged all in that. Yes. Um, Jared Flirts. Okay. Hashtag Jared Flirts. <laughs> Hashtag Jared does not. Um, <laughs> all right, that's them. If you know, I, I you know I want to pick your brain about it because you know you 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 are the the person that says it the most. Yeah, you know, Amara is sitting there and co-sign with you. I don't know why I've, I've done nothing nothing to her. She knows. She knows. Jawanda, you are one third <laughs> of the unestablished. <laughs> you are one third of the unestablished podcast. So, I heard recently that. You're so driven, and, and you've talked about it a lot, you know, just going through, you know, pharmacy school and, and becoming a pharmacist, but you you were, like, the driving force for y'all to go ahead and establish this podcast. I, I got that from Constance. You're going to hear it in the interview. Anyway, I'm about to go ahead and say it. <laughs> All right, whatever. Yes. So, I guess my question to you, my first question to you is, what what was that desire to want to be a podcaster? What drove you to, because, as you know, it's a lot of fucking work. So, what drove yes. you to to want to be a podcaster? I've been listening to podcasts probably about three, four years. So I started somewhere in pharmacy school. Um, one of my good friends, um, she was like, listen, it was like the read. And she listened mm. to the read every week. And she was like, listen to this episode of the read. And it was like an episode that a listener um, wrote a letter about how, how she wanted her husband to do anal sex with her best friend who was gay. And, and yeah, and she wanted to watch. And then like he, the husband, I don't know if it was the husband or like, it, they were dating some capacity. So he wanted, he was like, hell no. And she was like, please. She kept begging and they did it. The best friend and the husband, boyfriend, whatever. And I guess they enjoyed it and they wanted to do it again. And then she felt some kind of way. And wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, so she got mad because they because they enjoyed it after you pushed that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. They both were against doing it, and she begged them both, and then they agreed to do it. 
And then they liked it and they wanted to do it again. But then she felt some kind of way about it. So after then, I was hooked on the read. And then I found other podcasts I was listening to. And most of my podcasts are just ignorant podcasts about people just shooting the shit. It's never... I don't think I... I don't like the crime podcasts or anything like that. I just like to hear like current events or real life stories. I'm that kind of person. So I just felt like we all had a story to tell. Like we all came from different backgrounds. We're we're all from the South. Yes, we're from South Carolina, but we all had big different backgrounds that we came from. He had a story to tell and I felt like we should do it. And plus I knew it was a lot of work and I didn't want to do it by myself. I just felt like, I know how hard you mentioned how hard it is to talk to the mic with just you by yourself. And I commend when you do it or when Amari does it, I, I'm going to just be rambling <laughs> in circles. So you don't think I'll be rambling. I mean, but I you mean, get off topic, I, but you come back. I don't feel like I'll ever come back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I, I knew that was something that I wanted to do. So I asked them, I was like, would y'all be down to do it? And it was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So we're going to have to research this together. And um, so I came across um, Carla. I think I came across Carla with um, Charlemagne's podcast with Andrew Schultz, The Brilliant Idiots. And he would talk about her. And I that was before she got engaged with like Wax or whatever. Because I would listen mm-hmm. to Brilliant Idiots because my now husband, then boyfriend, would listen to them. And they are idiots. So... So then he started mentioning Carla. I looked at Carla and I saw that she was like a podcaster and she helped people develop podcasts. And I was like, this person could help us. So let's reach out to her. And we reached out to her and she was just like, what's your show about? Yeah. Mm. How's this going to attract people? How are you going to get past like 10 episodes? And we were just like, oh shit. So we really don't have a premise. (laughs) So we had to circle back and we came back and um, we did another call with her and she was like, okay. I feel like you guys has what it takes to make it work. So that's when we joined the class and we met you along with the rest of the squad. And we've been going ever since. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and y'all have now passed 10 episodes of Y'all Are, y'all are Strong. Um, I, 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 I love the growth from episode, you know, one to 10. And I, and I know that it's going to continue um, in the future. So very proud of y'all i am i'm very proud of y'all thanks we're striving every day you know shout out to mo because she be running that social media page (laughs) my schedule is doing it yes do it so if you go on that page it's all mo it was me in the beginning but i fell off so that it mo picked up the pieces (laughs) (laughs) and she made it work um so shout outs to her we all have our own jobs in in the whole unestablished podcast so shout out to mo for being our um publicist i guess i should say <laughs> well I, I i'm glad that you mentioned the name once again the unestablished podcast again available on all podcasting platforms comes out every wednesday i got you you know i got you girl thank uh, you shameless plug. And, and <laughs> <laughs> but how did you come up with the name unestablished because i never really asked podcasters that like i like i've always wanted to ask podcasters that but how did you come up with the name? Like, what, what, what was the epiphany where it was like, oh, that's it? So we were trying to come up with names. So at first, I the name that we came up with was Where the Wine At? Because we were just going to talk about shit. <laughs> and we were going to say, like, um, 
like we need wine for this. So like, where's the wine that we can't, we need to drink basically. I don't want to say drink our troubles away because we sound like alcoholics, but you know, we just, we wanted to drink, shoot the shit and just talk to each other. So where was the wine? So Carla was like, mm, nah, that's not going to work. Cause people going to think that this like, oh, it's a podcast about wine. So we had to go back to the drawing board and like, we had like a list of names and then um, one of them was like unestablished. This was one of the lists of names that we just threw. And um, if you look in tiny writing, it, it's unestablished memoirs of a broke rich lifestyle. So mm. we wanted to depict us being in our 30s or um, almost 30s. Or if we get to being established later on. Um, older than 30 and how we're trying to become established in life just because you're an adult just because you graduated from college just because you have a job or career doesn't mean that you're established in life and um, the broke rich lifestyle just it just depicted like it it didn't necessarily meant like money but you could be rich in friends but you know broke in your relationship with your family it's just different parts of your life that you may have riches or you may be poor in. So we wanted to. It's like a lifestyle, I guess, podcast. It is a lifestyle podcast. Yeah. And, and, I, and I like because y'all, y'all, y'all do have quite the uh, the unique experience that it's not touched on a whole lot. Like, I mean, you know, people will talk about when they're struggling. You know, people will talk about when they made it. But people don't, don't a lot of times talk about their transition from struggling to make it. And I think that's that's where most of us are at, you know, at, at, at that. So the, yeah. the way y'all can, the way y'all communicate that and the bond that y'all have, it, it, it does translate when you, when you listen. So yes. why I'm a fan. That's why I'm a we're, fan. we're in the thick of it. So like, like you said, like we're not at the end of that established. We're not at the beginning of becoming established. We're in the thick of it and we want to talk to each other about it. And we want to share that with you. So, you know, if you guys are interested, just go ahead and, you know, click that follow button, you know, listen every week. <laughs> we'll appreciate it. Absolutely. I, 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 like I said, I found it really interesting to try to figure out the, how people come up with their names. And I, and I, I may have to start doing that, say, asking that question when I talk to podcasters, because, you know, just what I, I know the journey it took to come up with. It's about damn time. And, and as you know, just kind of giving this just pulling back the curtain a little bit, let people know, like during the podcast class, that was one of the things, you know, Carla was like, you can't have a, a podcast name with a, with a, with a, you know, you don't have a podcast name with a curse word in it. You know, you know, just, you know, it's so hard. I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping this name. <laughs> like, I'm like, no disrespect. I want to learn as much as I can. It took me so long to get this name. And it was, it was mostly because of just, the damn persona in, in general and, and how it, how it's, this is like 20 years in the making. So like I went from somebody saying one thing to calling myself damn to the point that people who don't, who, who didn't know me outside, like, is your last name really damn? Like, you know, to the, <laughs> to the point of, you know, just trying to establish a business. It's called the whole, the, you know, the whole damn show and the fight I had with that. And, 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 and even early on, that was not the original podcast name. I was gonna call it. I had two names. I was gonna call it. You know, I was gonna call it the whole damn podcast because you know the whole damn show, the whole damn podcast. See, mm-hmm. you, you see where I'm going with that. I, I see that. Yeah, or I was gonna call it one on one with Jared Dam. 
and um, that was kind of like you know, kind of like a little boring. It was. Yeah, I think I like what it is now. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I think you made a good choice. Thank you, because it, it popped. It, it popped in my head at work. I was talking to my my coworker Denisha. What up, Denisha? If you're listening, and I was I was just scrolling. I was just talking with passion about podcasts. Like I just got to do it because it's just about damn time that I get to. <laughs> and she saw my eyes light up. She's like, "That's it. That's it. Write that shit down right now." I was like, "Yep." So that epiphany, I'm excited man. About it. It's an epiphany. It's the epiphany for me. That's, that's for you, Mo. That's for you, Mo. Uh, all right. I got two questions that I want to ask each member of Unestablished. I don't want to ask y'all a whole bunch of the same questions because why would I do that in the, and have y'all here individually? So I do have two questions that I do want to ask, and this is the first question. The other question comes later on. So the first question, what does Unestablished mean to you? Um... Unestablished means to me, it, it just means that you're just not where you want to be, but you're not where you was, you know? So basically you have been, you're on this journey to find yourself and being established is not just about your career. It's not just about, uh, you're finding your significant other. It's about finding yourself and, you know, uh, Becoming yourself, being okay with who you are and living with that. So I think um, at this point, I could, I, I'll say I'll speak for all three of us. Uh, but as for me, like, even though I am a pharmacist, I graduated, you know, from pharmacy school, I bought a house, I just got married. You may think looking outside, oh, she got it together. She's established. But like, yeah. from my view... I'm just like, I don't have everything I want. Like, I'm not making as much money as I want to. I know where I'm working is not where I want to work for the rest of my life. Um, I know there's just something out there. Like, my purpose in life, I don't think I've found it yet. So I'm still trying to figure that out. So I don't, it, like, to everybody else, it looks like we're established. But to the in, in the inside perspective, we're not. We're still trying to figure shit out. So I think that's what unestablished means to me. Just trying to figure out yourself, not necessarily mm. worldly things, but internal. I like that because that, that purpose thing is, is, is real. Like, it is so I, hard. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been so, so long. I've been like, I've had, I'm a, I'm a smart individual. Well, at least that's what my friends tell me. Right. So they say, oh, Jerry, you're smart. And so you and you're talented. And you'd be doing this, and oh look, you you moved to Atlanta, and you and and now you live in life, and and you got this, and you got this going on. I'm like, so, <laughs> like for for me, and it was looking for that purpose. It was look, it was trying to find out what do I want to do with myself. And then as you as you know, I mean, we, we've had these conversations. I'm super hard on myself. So even 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 things that that people would would feel like that I'm I'm talented in the sense that oh Jerry, you got that together. I'd be like, no. Like when I first started blogging, I was just like, I I I, I refuse to call myself a writer. I was I said I'm a person that writes. It's the difference. And they're like, what's the difference? I'm like, oh, I just write. <laughs> this person right here is a real writer. I don't know. I don't know how I, I how to get there. And it, it it took it took like ten years of blogging for me to be like, I'm a writer. And then, and then so then you know my therapist was like, so now tell me you're a good writer. Whoa whoa whoa, you taking me too fast? I just told you I'm a writer. That's, that's all. That's all I got for you right now. Baby I can't steps. do it. Baby steps. Give baby <laughs> steps. Relax. Relax. <laughs> so just just the just now in 
getting into digital content and getting into um, not only blogging and podcasting and, and, and all the other stuff that comes in my head. Like when I have a shower, I, I'm in the shower coming up with ideas. It's, it's really sad. I was just, <laughs> just 30 minutes ago. I'm, I'm like, oh, I could do a playlist. Sorry. But um, even just getting to that and doing this more consistently, I'm, I still don't know if I found my purpose just yet. Mm-hmm. I think I think I'm in I think I'm in the right direction. I know that I'm better than I was two years ago or three years ago in that regard because I had no fucking clue. So now at least it's progress. A little, a little clue, not completely clueless. So <laughs> you get yeah. it. you know the vibes. You know the vibes. Yes, I am at this point. I'm completely clueless. I still haven't figured out what my purpose is. I know it's not in my career, so I, I know it's somewhere outside of that. So I'm still trying to figure out what it is. And it could be in this podcasting. You know, it could have been just something that was laid on my heart. And God was just like, hey, I feel like this may be, I'll put you in the right direction of what your purpose is. And I think we were all placed here for a purpose. So we all have a purpose in life. And I'm just trying to figure out what that is. For some people, it may be easier than others. But for me, you know, I'm 30 something still trying to figure it out. Well, I'm, I'm 40 something still trying to figure it out. So, so. I mean, the journey's different for everybody. So we're in this together. We're in different age brackets, but we're still trying to figure ourselves out. Yeah, I'm definitely am. Okay. So when we get back from break, dive into unestablished traditions. Cause I feel like I feel like the thing that y'all do with unestablished is y'all take like different aspects. Like you say, y'all take different aspects of your life and talk about how you're not established or how you want to be established or how you're working towards being established. And I and I saw this as an opportunity to talk to you about it. So when we get back from break, that's what we're going to talk about, unestablished traditions. All right. Do you remember waking up on Saturday mornings to mom cleaning the house? Luther Vandross blasting in the background? The smell of lemon and fresh linen? Yeah, we've all been there. The nostalgia of our youth is bottled in one candle. The Lemon Touch Signature Candle, A Beautiful Day. Curated by Simply Be Candle Company, Beautiful Day begins with calming cotton blossom and a touch of lemon. Add a hint of vanilla with citrusy brisk musk to finish off this super fresh scent. You can purchase your candle today at simplybe.candleco.com. Free shipping available for orders of $75 or more. Handmade with love in South Carolina. We all deserve a beautiful day. Now, as I mentioned earlier, it is Suicide Squad a podcasting month. But of course, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I want to give back. So for the month of October, Damn University is going pink. So get your limited edition. And I do mean limited edition Damn You Cancer t-shirts. They're now available. A percentage of the proceeds from each shirt sold goes to a local breast cancer charity. Help me join the fight and show your support all at the same time. The link is in my show notes, so purchase your Damn University Cancer tea today. All right, we are back. Unestablished traditions we're talking about. It's about damn time, Jared Dam, Jawanda, not Doc D in the building. <laughs> Maybe that should be it, not Doc D. Bruh, it, it cracks no. me up every time. Oh, no. Okay, okay. No. All right. I'll make the drawing over. All right. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with something else. I, I, I know when I originally pitched you this, 
unestablished traditions. I I could read the text message tone. You were like, uh, okay, but I promise you it's going to be fun. I, it I sound boring. You made me sound like yeah. an old mate. I was no, like, okay. But no, here, here's, okay. So here was my premise. This popped in my head. Okay. So what I thought unestablished traditions. Did you, did you watch the Cosby show growing up? Of course. I love the Cosby okay. show. Okay. So season six, episode one, Denise the soccer <laughs> continues. I don't have it. I don't have that memorized. Oh, okay. I just about to say, how many times have you watched it? Because I know I watched the Cosby Show plenty of times, but I do not know the seasons and episodes. I don't know the seasons and episodes, but I I have watched every every episode of the Cosby Show at least four hundred and seventy five times. Oh, like like okay. I, I know the Cosby Show, but okay. So I knew I'm what I knew what to look for to get to the the the, the episode name. So. Season six, episode one, Denise, the soccer continues. This is the episode where Denise comes back from Africa. Um, mm-hmm. and then and she and she's surprised, I'm married. Mm-hmm. And so, and so for me, that's what the unestablished traditions popped in my head with. And I and I thought about that. Now, granted, that's not you and EJ. You, y'all, 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 y'all have had a, a love, a courtship that has that has lasted for years. Y'all have documented it on, on episode 10 uh, of Unestablished. Available on all podcasting platforms. So yes, I know you. You've talked about it in depth. I got you. I got. I told you. I got you. Thank you. But, Thank you. <laughs> have y'all had any talk about traditions, like if, as far as you know, being married and things that y'all want to do? I mean, because I know one for sure. You talked about like, like the Friday night thing that y'all that y'all cook together. It's so sweet. Y'all so cute. Y'all so <laughs> y'all so cute. It's all him. It's not me. Oh, but still, it's it's all it's so cute. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Like I, like I'm more like you. I'm just, I'm just more like that. That what you want me to do? All right, sure, cool. You uh, sure, Jared? I can see you being yeah. the romantic type. You not the romantic type. You know, you know what? Back in the day, Jawanda, I was not back but, in the day. Uh, but but life has has progressively kicked my ass and kicked the romance out of me. Now oh. I'm just pragmatic. I, it, well, I, I, I could it come back? Sure. I'm sure it's sure. still there. You just yeah, gotta store it away. Yeah, it's just it's locked oh, up real tight. Sleep. That, he he sleep. <laughs> he sleep sleep like hibernation. Oh, like, it's, but it's, it's it's probably just drug induced. It's not actual hibernation. So you probably he might you know, be a coma. <laughs> a drug induced coma. You're trying to okay. make sure you feed it to so you know you treat it with these drugs so it don't come alive because you don't want it to. No, I, I, I would, I would like to be romantic. Um, uh, I just, you know, I it's had just, one of those beautiful, beautiful mind syndrome type things where I'm just, my mind's just firing, talking about different things, but I'm awkward in like real life shit. Okay, beautiful so mind. Wasn't he schizophrenic? I mean, okay, nobody's perfect, Jawanda. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, I didn't. I didn't really see the entire movie, but yeah, he was. Yes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. My point is, Jawanda, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch I don't movies, know. but I remember watching that movie specifically, and I remember at the end we found out that he was schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah. Now that you bring it up, yeah, <laughs> sure. But you know, I, okay, so I, I can possibly be romantic down the line. I, fine. It's um, there. Anyway, I do see y'all, it. Do y'all have Do y'all have any traditions? Maybe it's romance. Maybe it's 
maybe it's flowers once a week. Maybe it's, you know, it's, it's something you want. I mean, let's put it on the table right now. EJ could be listening and you can, you, you can cash this in. Um, I don't know if we have traditions. I know that, you know, like every Friday we definitely make time. Every Friday that I'm not working on the weekend, we make time for each other as far as, um, you know, either we go out or we order in or, you know, we do something with each other because his shift and my shift is not the same. So like the weekend is the only time we really get to see each other for multiple hours. Um, so I don't know. I think before, like in pharmacy school, I would see him once a month and we would hang out that way. I think we just did things to make the relationship work. I don't know. If, mm-hmm. It's like traditions though. I'm trying to think of like a tradition that but we I, have. Yeah, but I, say, I think you, I think you're putting too much on the tradition part. Like I, I so, so let's talk about the Friday, the Friday night thing in general, okay. right? How, how important do you feel like that is to, to have something established? <laughs> See what I did there? How important <laughs> is it to have something established that y'all, something that you can lean on each week? Because, because here's here's why I, I made sure to write down the Friday night thing. Because for me, when I was married, I didn't we didn't, didn't have that shit. Now I, I I ain't saying that you know that's that was the reason why we didn't work. You know a lot of other stuff. What up, Kim? Uh, but I, I don't. I'm not saying that's why it didn't work. But I think I think having stuff like that established where it's like, okay, this is what we're gonna spend some time together. This is what we're gonna do. That how how important is that for you? Um, I don't think it's important for me. So I think for one, I'm a creature of habit. So that's something that he does. Like I know that he wants his quality time and that's important to him. So if he wants me to block off my Friday afternoons in order to accommodate his love language, then I'm going to do that. So, mm-hmm. cause he does things maybe throughout the week to accommodate mine. Mines are like acts of service. So when he has done my laundry or when he has like, Oh, I bought this. Like I'm happy, but I know that I can also, if I don't get into that habit of doing things, I can also let things fall by the wayside. So I can Mm -hmm. also end up neglecting him as well. So he, he definitely had put me in the habit of, Oh, it's Friday. We're doing something because if he don't, then I'll probably just let, it fall by the wayside. Therefore, the relationship fall by the wayside. Therefore, he feels neglected, and therefore, like the foundation starts to crumble, or the house we're building is starting to crumble, so to speak. So, because me, I can just it's a, my habit is I get up, I go to work, I come home, I work out, I go to bed, and I repeat. So that's my habit. So I'll just forget about oh yeah he's here yeah <laughs> so. Yeah, but I like I that to. though because because y- y'all are respecting each other's love language and I, and I think a lot of times a lot of times I've been in relationships and I've we talked about it up front you know what the love language is but it's more so of like talking to get to know the person and mm-hmm. then once y'all kind of, y'all kind of get in, in the in the spirit of things y'all kind of going through y'all the motions you kind of forget the love language and you'd be like, I don't know why, I don't know why they act like that. No, nigga, you know because they told you <laughs> this they love language and you just forgot. So the fact the fact that he honors your love language, your acts of service love, you know, throughout the week, and you sit there and say, okay, this ain't usually my thing, but I know you like quality time. Let me sit there and do that. I think that's 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 fantastic. 
Yeah. It's a compromising situation because I don't need all that. He's very affectionate. Like, we're <laughs> opposites. Like, he is affectionate. He was like, oh, you haven't kissed me today. Or, where's my hug? And, you know, like, I still get good morning texts if we're not together. So, it's, it's, oh, wow. he's very affectionate. And he, he very much loves that. And he loves to love me, I guess I should say. But me, I'm just like, oh, what's up, nigga? Hey. And she's like, all right, I'm going to work. <laughs> <laughs> How was your day? It was cool. All right, bye. Like, I don't I don't need all of that. But I know that it, it makes him happy. So I give him, I honor that for him. It's, it's very awkward for me to be affectionate because I, I guess, one, I never grew up that way. Like, my family was never affectionate people. And two i don't because i guess i didn't grow up that way i don't really know how to do it so it's just like you know how do you make this thing work you know i don't know what i'm doing here so mm, so so you may you may say that you growing up it wasn't a tradition for you to sit there and have that type of affection while ej on the other hand had that with, with with his people, so it's a melding of traditions. You see what I did there, boy? That boy, good. That boy is good. <laughs> is He's he so preaching? He preaching the sermon. That boy, good. <laughs> Where is the collection plate? Pass it around. Pass it, it around. Is. The collection plate. The link is in my bio when you buy a damn university T-shirt. <laughs> I love those plugs. Thank you, thank you, plug king. Um, <laughs> I do that, but. But that's what I'm talking about, though. That's 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 like the melding of of like traditions and things that you have experienced in your lifetime versus what he experienced in your lifetime. And I think I think I I don't think that you're giving that Friday night enough credit. That's that's really good because we all of us don't do that shit. He's in the kitchen cooking right now. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. I think I think one of the pots fell. Oh, <laughs> hey, it's all good. It's all good. You can edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I might I might keep it. That's funny to me. Um, talk to me about holidays now. So I mean, y'all 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 have been together a little while, but are you a big Christmas person? No, you know who's the big Christmas person? Hmm. EJ. No. Out of out of the unestablished podcast, who do you think is the big Christmas person? I'm gonna go with Mo on that one. Yes. Okay. Don't be surprised. It's October. Don't be surprised if Mo already have her Christmas tree already up. (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Mo. Seriously. Don't be surprised. It's probably already up. If it's not up, it's going up. She, her family loves, it's not just Monique, it's her whole family. They love Christmas. And it, it annoys me so much because I guess, cause I love Thanksgiving so much because of the food that I'm just like, where is the Thanksgiving? You guys haven't even done Thanksgiving yet. Like, can you wait? Cause usually my family, we put up the tree Thanksgiving night, but her family, oh, the tree is probably already up. It's ready. They pulling it out the attic right now as we speak. It's, it's, it's- <laughs> Like October is 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 still fresh. Like you can still smell the remnants of September uh, among us. Like seriously, yeah. Fall just happened, but they're already in winter mode. I don't say I don't like Christmas, but I like to you know the seasons and the holidays to play out as they may. 
So Mo is like a huge Christmas person. Then there's Constance and then there's just me. I'm just like this big on Christmas. Like I'm fine with the gifts and I love being with my family. But as far as like doing all that extra shit, I'm good on it. See, this this is this is why I fucks with you because I don't I don't like Christmas. Like, <laughs> is I, there I, a reason I, why? Honestly, technically, no. I guess it's not a really a reason why. I mean, growing up, I loved Christmas. You know what I mean? But yeah. as a kid, why why not? You, I started making my Christmas list in June. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> skateboard was on the top of the list every year. Every year, my mom was like, "Nope," and then kept right on going to whatever else I asked for, which is fine because I would have broke my, my my neck anyway. I'm I'm not coordinated, but me either. I was, I, I just, I loved it. And then, I, and then as I got older, I was like, I guess just the whole, you know, commercialization of Christmas and, you know, and then I guess the whole black, even the Black Friday sales and all that, like, yeah. you know, we, we cut Thanksgiving short, which is the holiday, like you, that I like more than out of, out of all, the, all the ones, because I like the food. I'm a foodie. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm listening to, I can't, I can't enjoy my food because everybody like, Ooh, let me take a nap so we can get ready for this Black Friday sale. The Black Friday? <laughs> what the fuck? So for for me, I just yeah, I just even now, like you know the you know the, the kids they they're like you know Christmas. You know you you going you going to see the kids for Christmas. My my co parent has three kids. I mean I, I covered this on plenty of episodes before, but yeah. So I I go see the kids and. I don't want to do nothing for Christmas. I mean, I'll buy y'all a Christmas gift, but I don't want to do nothing. I, there has never been a tree here. <laughs> I'm not looking for a tree. I'm not looking I do put up the tree. That's oh, about I it, though. I put up the tree and I open my window so they can see it, but that's about it. I, I, I like the I like the camaraderie of putting up the tree, but as far as like going all out with the decorations outside, trying to fight somebody for some Christmas gifts on Black Friday, like I am not involved in that. But I do like to go home and like watch my niece like open the gifts and let her, you know, she think it's from Santa or whatever. I do like that. But other than that, I'm I'm good on it. I'm just waiting on Brooklyn to get grown so so I won't have to sit there and be worried about Christmas at all. I'll be like, baby, daddy going on a trip for Christmas to to some island. Um I just cast after you, you know, a couple hundred dollars. Merry Christmas. And then get to go <laughs> on my day, because I don't but I mean, you know, I guess you know you find you 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 know you're talking to that particular person if they if they like they love Christmas. Hopefully, they don't, they don't love Christmas like Mo love Christmas. But if they love Christmas, yes. Uh, I, I guess I got to work with that. <laughs> well, I'm not looking forward to that. Well, luckily, I don't have to worry about that. EJ's not big on Christmas. He's not big on many holidays. Um, but like Christmas is not definitely not one of the holidays that he's big on. So I don't have to worry about that. But I do like getting him gifts, and I do like him guessing what I got him some most of the time he guesses what I get him and it pisses me off but then I have to go Uh, and find him something else (laughs) so 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 what you're saying is you're predictable and and EJ and EJ got you okay no so I'll get him a gift that he knows I'm getting him so like um it was like I'll get him like I think one year we did like he wanted a laptop, so I got my laptop. We got an Xbox once, a PlayStation. You know, stuff like he knew. He knows I know he wants that. But I try to get like a small gift that he don't know what it is. So it's like, you know, cause he gets real excited about stuff like that. So he's very emotional. Me, I'm like, I'm stoic. So I'll be like, mm. Oh, you got me this and I really don't have a facial expression, but inside I'm just like, Oh, this is great. But on the outside I'm just like, Oh, thanks. 
<laughs> you gonna think I'm so ungrateful. <laughs> you gonna think I'm so ungrateful. But I'm just I'm I'm very stoic. I can't help it. <laughs> Yo, so a lot of people's like, oh, you could be like a, a private investigator or like I don't know, like an FBI agent, or you could be like um like a like a gambler because you like have no facial expression. Like you show mm. you do not. But when I show my emotions on my face, you know exactly what I'm thinking. That's the bad worst part. But anyway, I try to I try to get him a gift where he doesn't know what it is because I'm already getting you a gift that you already know what it is. So I want it to be a surprise. And then most of the time he figure it out. So I don't know if he sniffs me out or he sees what I'm doing or whether he's just really good at guessing. And it pisses me off. So then I have to buy another gift. So he'll at least have a gift that he doesn't know what it is. So we we gonna have to work on that because you gonna because the whole the whole point is is really surprising people and 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 what when it comes to gifts that's another reason why I hate Christmas when it comes to gifts <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I could do a whole podcast episode just on this alone I I can I do not like Christmas I do not I I do not like it Sam I am I do, do not like Christmas <laughs> but I'm not a big gift giving person like I I or no I'm not a big gift receiving person I hate getting gifts why like if I I don't know. It's 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 it's. But you know you're what? such a giver, so I don't understand why yeah. you don't like to receive. And that's it. I I I I am a giver, but I I guess I'm not conditioned to actually receive. So I just I'll I'll give. What do you want? Yeah, we'll make that happen. I'll I'll let's see. My credit card is a. I got a little room left <laughs> on my credit card. I guess I can eat noodles next week. No problem. Let's get you. Let's get you this, Jared. What do you want? Nothing. Like. Even even Brooklyn knows thirteen year old Brooklyn. She knows. She's like, Daddy, what do you want for you? You're, never mind. You're just gonna say nothing. Yeah, I'm gonna say nothing. I don't. I don't. I don't receive things well. I feel um, like there's this this pressure, this this social norm pressure to sit there and 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 give another gift of of equal or greater value. <laughs> I don't know what to get. I'm I'm confused on shit. I'm gonna give give you something you don't like. I hate shopping. Shopping yeah. gives me anxiety. I definitely shopping, hate shopping online gives me anxiety. Oh, I love shopping online. I hate going to stores, but I can definitely do it online. Shopping in general gives me anxiety because it's so many people, right? Shopping on online gives me anxiety because there's so many choices. I don't know what to pick. I'm sitting here at this desk in, in Jawanda. If I turn the camera so you can see this desk, you be like, "Nigga, for real." And I and I no lie, I got several gift cards from Amazon for my birthday in April that are literally sitting right here uncashed, had did anything with them. And the thought process is I was going to buy a, a, a nice little L shaped desk because I'm spending a lot of time here. So I might as well be comfortable with having like a nice desk and, yeah. and treat myself and buy, you know, besides this Amazon basic chair, maybe they, you know, a comfortable computer chair so I can, you know, do what it's constant saving my thug thistle. But, the, the thing about it is they still sitting here and I'm still on this little writing desk from, I don't know, maybe this is from college. I don't know where I got this thing from, honestly. <laughs> so I I just don't do well at it. and just Okay, Jared. So what, what you got to do is you got to go on Amazon. If that's the website where you're going, you go on Amazon. You type in what you're looking for, right? And then 
you go and you like, oh, this looks nice. And you click on it, put it in the cart and you keep going. Oh, this looks nice. You click on it, you put it in the cart. And then once your cart gets filled to where you feel like you explored all your options, then you can go in detail as to why or why not you don't feel like you like this desk or whatever you're purchasing. So you kind of, you know, narrow down your options. The thing about online shopping, you can always take stuff out your cart. Yeah. And you get to think about what you're buying. But you don't have to do it all in one day. Like, okay. Okay, Okay. because I have shit that I got saved for later on Amazon, and I had some shit like from maybe like two years ago, and they're like, at this point, bitch, we don't even have this anymore. (laughs) So, (laughs) but I guess. The wish is denied. (laughs) So, I mean, I guess I really didn't need it because it's like from two years ago. I just thought I liked it and I'll save it for later, you know? But, like, the thing about you just keep it in your cart for a minute. Or you can make your, your wish list of what kind of desk you think you would like and go through it. You don't have to do it all in one day. Now, if you go to a store, you may have to make that decision right away. And you have to be like, mm, now why would I choose this one over this one? And you have to sit there for a while. But the thing about online shopping, you can come back. And if it's not there when you get back, it wasn't for you. Mm. I Yeah. I guess I'm gonna do that, or or, or hire a personal shopper or something. <laughs> you know, Just take your time with it. You don't have to rush through uh, it. That's the beauty of online shopping, unless it's like some kind I, of crazy sale. I'm just not. I'm not good with the whole patience thing. It's, it's a tourist. I'm, 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 I'm a work in progress. Uh, he's still working on me. <laughs> Every day. All right. Okay. So. I'm going to ask you the next question that I have. One of two, two of two questions, right? Okay. When will you feel like you will be established? When I retire. When I no longer have. <laughs> so, so when I know... So established comes when you when you're no longer working. Okay, so I'm tired of working now. At this point in my life. <laughs> yes, I work 50, sometimes 60 hours a week. There was one point that I was working like 75 hours a week. I was stupid. I don't know why I burned myself out like that, but the money was so good, you know? And the money's still good. But I'm tired. And I'm already ready, tired. I don't want to work no more. So I feel like I'll, in a sense, I don't know. I feel like I'll become established when I figure out what my purpose is in life and I've, you know, worked to fulfill that purpose because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to do something with that purpose every day. When I can choose when I can go to work. Yes, I don't want to be a pharmacist 40 hours a week. Maybe I want to be a pharmacist 20 hours a week. So, and um, I'll also feel established when I am settled I guess um because I don't feel I feel like where I am is a good place for me now but I don't feel like it's where I'm gonna stay so I already feel like I just bought this house this year the beginning of this year and I'm already like yeah I know we're not gonna stay here we're gonna move eventually like I just feel it in me like I've moved so many times in my life but I just feel I just feel it happening. There's, we're going to move again. So this is not going to be our forever home. We're going to move again. So I guess yeah. once I f- figure that out. So what was that? 
when I find my purpose, when I am working, working less and going out more. Mm. And when I am settled, I guess, in my forever home with my husband, I guess, with whatever, if we have kids, if we don't have kids, if we have a dog, we don't have a dog. I don't do cats. So, (laughs) so if that's what I feel like I'll feel established. And you know what? Maybe when I get to that point, I may not even feel established then. So who knows? I I, I definitely think um, being established is like a moving target. Yeah. I, de- I definitely feel like, you know, as as much as we, you know, we, we want it in our minds to be established, um, once you, you could get to a certain goal and, and then by the end you're like, What's next? I, now I need to establish myself more. Cause so I think that's, I think that's my biggest problem is the fact that I don't have clear signs of what success looks like for me. For example, I could have this podcast episode could, could achieve 3,000 downloads, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, spectacular, good. It's good stuff. Give me some I'm of like, those. Right. I'm going to be like, <laughs> but can you do it again? Can you do it consistently? Oh, I, I've, I've done it for six straight weeks. 3,000 is good, but, you, but, you know, 10,000 better. Like, I, I just, I moved the goalpost for myself. Yeah. Now, now granted, on the, on the opposite end, for, the, for my friends and my people, I'm moving the goalpost Closer to y'all, like yo, no, y'all did this. Now we can sit there and grow from that. But me, I'm I got that motherfucker all the way in New Jersey <laughs> at this point. I'm still moving it. So that's something I guess I got to work on. That's a yeah. I mean, I guess you have to work on celebrating yourself and celebrating the small wins. I think that's something um, that Mo talked about in one of our episodes. Is that you have to celebrate yourself and celebrate the small wins. The fact that I okay. We all know I work more, a lot too much. So the fact that I made the decision to actually get up at 4.45 this morning so I can be to work at 6, that's a win for me today because I was tired. And mm. I, the fact that I only work 44 hours this week instead of 50 to 60, that's a win. Bravo. Now Bravo, when my, Yeah, but when my check come next week, I'm be upset. But... <laughs> I made time. Like I actually took an extra day off this week, partly mostly because I wasn't feeling well. But a lot of times, I'll still go to work when I don't feel good. So, but I made the conscious decision today. I will this week to say, okay, I'm not going to work today. I don't feel good. So that's a small win because in my mind, I'm thinking about these people gonna think I'm just like shooting the shit and that I'm not really sick and like. I know they're going to be short because I'm not there. And I'm thinking about what they may think and not thinking about what I need. Exactly. So, yeah. So the fact that I did that this week, that was a win. I went to work at six o'clock, got off, left at four, partly because Mm. I knew I had to meet with you. (laughs) But (laughs) but I made Mm. that decision to leave at four like I, you got to celebrate the small stuff. So yes, you got three thousand downloads, and yeah, you can do it again. It's gonna happen again, but it's gonna happen again when it happens. It may not happen next episode, but it'll happen. And let, I am. Let me be clear. I, I don't. I don't have three thousand downloads. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It, it's gonna happen. Like We're gonna claim it. It's happening. We're gonna get yeah. ten thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It may. It may be in twenty twenty five, but you know, we gonna get there. Ten thousand downloads every week. Yeah. It's happening. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
<laughs> Y'all better watch out, niggas. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me calm down because I just I just I just had a conversation with my mama yesterday in real life. I forgot that she listened to the podcast, and so and so that. But so I don't want to like not curse and not say shit because you know whatever. Yeah. But then yeah. <laughs> I yeah, saw she, she I saw like, your post. Your post. It was like a Twitter post that you posted on Instagram. And I was yeah. like, I can relate because my sister, she's like much older than me. So she's like, she was always like a mother figure in my life until we had to break that and we had to become sister, sister. But it's just like, she listens to our episodes sometimes. And I'm just like, girl, like, you be, like we be saying some shit. So it's like my mama listening to my episodes. Yeah. Here is Constance talking about fucking and hear me <laughs> talking about my wide choice got to be more than 9%. <laughs> Here's Mo in the background. It's like, well, why not? You know, it's just all of us like come together. And she's like, oh, I listened to your episodes. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. Like at first I didn't even want to hear what she had to say because I was like, I don't want to get into that with you. But then she was like, oh, it's great. She was like, you guys talk about all kinds of stuff. And it's not just you guys just shooting, you know, just BSing around. You also tie in some educational pieces up in there. And she's like, oh, that Constance is hilarious. And in my head, I was like, oh, but Constance is vulgar. <laughs> but but she didn't Constance, think that way. Constance is hilarious. But when I talked to Constance, Constance said that you are the funny one. Constance said, Jawanda <laughs> is fucking hilarious. Like, that is a direct quote. Jawanda is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I don't even think I'm funny. But apparently people think so. I don't know. I think, I, yo, no, 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 no. Yo, you, you, see, Constance just have that, have that constant, you don't know what you're going to say, humor, so it just, so, so you going to laugh. You, you pick your spots. And so you, it's like, you're the type of funny that you got to be careful drinking around you. Like, you just almost made me spit out some tea earlier when you had said <laughs> some shit. And, and so... Perfect example was the episode that I listened to, episode 10, when, where I, I'm in the kitchen cooking. I don't even know if I say this on the last podcast, so I'm going to tell it to you. So you're going to hear it twice when you listen to the episode. <laughs> so I'm in the, I'm in the kitchen cooking. I'm, I am, I'm just, you know, getting some chicken, getting some pizza out of the oven. Um, you said something about my meat going to be hanging out, and I, I had to... <laughs> I almost dropped the pizza on the floor. I had to close the oven up, go back to my phone and rewind so I can sit there and listen. You, your timing, you picked your spot. So you like precision. You, you are sniper funny. That's what you are. You are sniper funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, Constance was talking about wearing lingerie and how I should wear lingerie and wear the lingerie with the slit in the middle. And I was just like... Hell no, because my meat going to be hanging out. And I am not going to be comfortable with my meat hanging out in public, whether people can see my meat or not. But I'm not about to have my meat hanging out in public and have the panties on with the slit in the middle. Y'all comment. <laughs> y'all go into the comments. Let me know what y'all think. <laughs> Are y'all comfortable with your meat hanging out when you're wearing some lingerie? <laughs> Operators are standing by. <laughs> So, so we have established what you feel like uh, is established, and that's you know retirement. Okay, cool. All right. Um, now it's that time. It's damn university time. Like the shirt. 
Once again, um, link is in my bio. Buy a shirt. Pink shirts are on sale. Limited time, by the way. I'm I'm only doing pink shirts for the month of October. Like, don't hit me up. These don't hit me up November second. Talking about, hey, where the pink shirts at? Catch me next October. I'm gonna um, get so, a pink shirt. Well, you know, you know, I, I know it ain't the, you know, your color of blue, but you know, I mean, you know, yes. represent. I actually represent. hate pink, but you know what it represents is important. So I definitely would represent. It, it. is. It yes. Is, it is. It is, and it says "damn cancer" on the back. "Damn you, cancer" on the back. So. Oh yes. Yeah, so you gotta say "damn you" to cancer. Yeah. Okay, so Dam University, this is where Dr. Jawanda, because you are a doctor, <laughs> and Dean Dam take you to school. We're coming up with some, we're going to have a question, and we are going to help the people at home. I, I selected this question, so I'm like, okay, let's, let, us, let us guide the people. Let us help them. Now, I'm a little nervous about setting up this question. Oh, gosh. So I am going to proceed with caution. Your voice changed. You're like, oh, it did. It did. What is his name? Oh, from the Lion King and from um, coming to America, the dad, James Earl Jones. Um, yeah, James Earl Jones. <laughs> that's what it, that's what it gave me. Oh, uh, okay. Well, hey, hey, this is CNN. Uh, yeah, let me do that. Let me work on that. Right. Okay, Luke, I am your father. Okay, all right, cool. I'm just working. I'm just I'm just practicing. Um, so. You kind of covered um, how you felt about your wedding ceremony in the episode, so I'm not going to really ask no questions <laughs> about that. You can ask if you want to. Oh it's no, fine. I'll be I, damned. I'll be <laughs> damned. No, I'm good. I'm good. I, I no, have. But, I've but, mourned but, enough. I'm over it. I'm okay. over mourning. But you know what? The thing about it is, the marriage is solid. So I mean, the, the wedding. The wedding is a day. The marriage is a lifetime. So, but on that same vein. Sometimes uh, the weddings don't go as planned, mm. and uh, hearing some of the stories that you said, you know, were triggering to me when I got married because I had I was the groomzilla. I had to fit that and make things work. I didn't. Ha- I had problems with the wedding planner, and she had a multitude of things that was wrong with her, including mm-hmm. fucking my dad. But um. And that story uh, Jared gives on an upcoming episode because he's also on the Unestablished podcast. So mm-hmm. we have a story coming. He's when he's on the podcast, he definitely talks about that story. So you know, head on over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I did tell that story. I, mm-hmm. I knew it sound familiar. Okay. Good. Yes. Please listen to it. Available on all podcasting platforms. And feel free to also while you're there, you know, write them a an, a, a five star. Uh, rating and review um, on Apple, you know, like, like, like you do for me, <coughs> Joanna. <coughs> mm-hmm. I'm taking a shot at you right there. Oh, uh, did, did I do that for you? I did not, Jared. Yeah, no, I, I, I just thought the first I did. One that, I just Jared. The first there. No, it's, it's cool. I mean, no, cool. Jared, but I'm I an mean, avid listener. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it after this call. So no, you're not gonna do me. I'm gonna do it after this call because I thought I did it, but but I didn't. Jerry, you should have said something a long time ago. You know I listen. No, no. But I I got you. I would. No, it's okay. It's okay. Anyway, um, see, Jerry, this is what you need in to give. You know, tell people what you need. You need the review. All right. 
All right, just, Juwan, okay. I need you to write a review. Thank and you. I need you to text Constance and tell Constance to write a review. Oh, she didn't do it either. Okay. Mm. Damn. I'm sorry. Mm. We're going to do better. Y'all not, I got y'all. y'all I got una, you. Y'all, y'all are unestablished in y'all Apple reviews. How about you that? You know me. You know. <laughs> I be working. So you know me. Every time we was in class, where was I? You was at work. Okay. The, 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 the phone does work because you listen to podcasts. There it works. So. <sighs> Jared, mm, the shade, mm, Jared. We were doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh sorry. Let me, let me get it back. Let me get it back. So definitely, I definitely was triggered, right? So, so some of the stuff that you talked about. Mm-hmm. So I, I have, I had my, my my share of problems as we talked about on your podcast. So let's help the people. Let's. What are three lessons learned that we can pass to, to people who are who, who want to get married? That to 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 ensure that they had that they maximize the happiness on their wedding day. Um, well, so for me and my now husband, I got I gotta get used to saying that. Cause you know, I I had a hard time saying fiance. So I gotta upgrade the husband. That's whew, even harder. But um for us, we've been together, like, we've known each other for nine years, but our relationship was seven years, but seven and a half years. So, I think we really just did the wedding for our families, um, basically, because they, even though we've been together for seven years, they never met each other because his family lived on one side of South Carolina and mine lived on the other. I, I'm, like, more of the coast, and he's more of inward towards Georgia. So... Okay. We're like on opposite ends. So they never met each other. So I just felt like it would be a good way just to have a little, I always say I want it to be like a little tiny barbecue and we just all get together and we just, you know, have this little ceremony. You know, I was thinking like at the end of Norbit with the ring pop, you know, under the tree, you know, you know, something like that. It ended up being a little bit bigger than the concept ended up being a little bigger than what I wanted it to be. So, at the end of the day, looking back, I would have just eloped. My family would have been fine with that. His family would have been fine with that. Because at the end of the day, all his mama wanted some grandkids. And all my family wanted was for us to hurry up and get married. Mm. <laughs> so, they would have been fine if we just would have went to the courthouse. Um, I also think it's just make sure you have a solid team. is Whether that be your wedding planner and her team or his team or your friends and their team and, you know, whatever group of friends that you have. Because basically, even though my wedding was a disaster, my friends picked up wherever the wedding planner basically fell off and they picked up the pieces and tried to make it look like a perfect picture, even though it was falling apart as much as possible because they wanted us to have a good day. So having a solid team on both ends is important now if you do decide to have a wedding definitely get you a videographer definitely get you a photographer because you definitely want to remember that day but um other than that i'm just like don't waste your money child Mm. (laughs) because i mean that's i mean i already had a house but that's money i could have been saving for something else it wasn't that much money that much money i spent but it still was money. So I just felt like my money was wasted because my wedding didn't go as well as I wanted it to. Get get uh, recommendations. And I'm recommendations on top of recommendations on top of recommendations. 
I think right. that's one thing I slipped on because I was expecting like a little backyard barbecue. And like I said, it kind of blossomed into something a little more. But yeah. Well, reputable I, my, sites. My, Angie's list. Reputable sites. <laughs> and, oh, yes. Angie's list. Yeah. Shout out to Angie. This is not an ad, but shout out to Angie's list. Yeah. Look for that. Um, my advice is on the same level as yours. Um, where don't waste your time with a ceremony. Fuck that shit. Like, just say take that money that you gonna spend um, feeding people that some of them you barely like. Um, some of them um, you you were only inviting because it's obligatory. Because mm-hmm. uh, your, your mama told you that you had to. Mm-hmm. Some of them, you know, you you know, you ain't gonna never see again. Or offering stuff to family that you know to come, and then they they don't show up, and you already paid that whatever amount of money I spent on on your plate. Uh, you know, and I ain't talked to them since. Whatever, but let go of that ceremony. Mm-hmm. Just t- travel through that. So that that's my first tip. Two, do not. I repeat, do not go into debt trying to sit there and do a wedding. Don't don't sit there and try to figure out how you're gonna pay for it. And nowadays people want cash app. So now you can unless you go through a business business, that's a business business. Mm-hmm. Um they they take cash app, they take cash app, they take Venmo, they pay, pay take PayPal. So they don't want your little credit card, they want the cash. Right. I mm see and all the more reason do not go into debt with this. <laughs> and my and my third one. And I feel like this is my important, my most important tip. Um, don't be afraid to cuss out people on the, on on, the, on your wedding day. Don't be afraid to do it. Like it's your prerogative, it's your day. And and, and granted, I, granted, I know I know traditionally for weddings, it's you know, it's the woman's day. Mm-hmm. But I ain't got no problem with the groom cussing nobody out either. You you know you you part of the, the finances. You make it happen. Like yeah, you cuss somebody else out. So. If uh some if a, a groomsman don't want to sit there and show up and only tell you like two weeks ahead of time, cuss them the fuck out. If if your 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 best um you know man is, is sitting there tripping and, and not holding you down and you got to sit there and take take more stuff you know in order to make it happen, cuss that motherfucker out. If the wedding planner is, you'll hear the episode of Unestablished available on all podcasting platforms. Be sure to go and listen. But hashtag janky. You know, <laughs> when a wedding planner is janky, yeah, uh, cut, double cuss that motherfucker out, and so don't be afraid to do it. Because, because let's let's be honest, you probably ain't gonna see these people no more anyway. You probably gonna, either either they're gonna make you so fucking mad that you don't want to talk to them no more, or you've hired them to do something for you, and you're definitely not gonna work with them anymore. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to cuss a motherfucker out. Sorry, I, I should have some wine because I'm whining with wine, but. I'm just, <laughs> I'm passionate about it. I am passionate about I it. I agree with you. Keep going. <laughs> no. I have you here for another 20 minutes. So I, I have time. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna, I'm going to let you go because EJ is is up there co- uh, cooking a delicious meal. I can literally smell it through Riverside. So, But before I let you go, Joanna. The floor is yours. Why don't you sit there and tell the people where they can find you at, all the socials, all the email addresses, everything. Hit them with it. All right. So, 
Um, you can definitely find us on Instagram at Unestablished Podcasts. You can find me personally at Dr. Davis07 on Instagram. Our um, email is unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, slide in our DMs. I know I'm married and all, but as long as it's appropriate, you can slide on in. Because most of my DMs from people I'm not friends with is about me being a sugar baby. And <laughs> I don't know why I get these sugar baby requests. You know, no, you know why you get these requests. You <laughs> talked about it. Why? You you talked about it. What did I say? I probably was wind out. What did I say? I was I, I, look look. If if you, do you remember <laughs> mentioning on the podcast? I don't know. I was probably drunk. Oh, okay. We oh, don't okay. know. Well, I don't like well, it. Go back. Go back and listen to previous episodes, <laughs> and you'll figure out why why people are sliding your DMs talking about sugar baby. Okay, they just want to be a sugar baby, and they but the amount of money that they asking me for is not enough for me to sacrifice what I have at home. So, um, but yeah, all I get is sugar babies requests, but if y'all got more, y'all want to ask us any questions, feel free, slide up in there. We're open. All of our links to our Instagrams is on the, um, the bio for the unestablished podcast. So you can find it there too. Right. All right. You know, um, Constance gave, gave out the email address. I did. I just, I did. I said that we're at unestablished podcast at gmail.com. I think she's. I think she might have spelled it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not nah, I'm spelling that. She did. She did. She did. She did. She did. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Okay. I'm playing. If you listen to our podcast, you know that Monique would say the link is in the bio. So please share it. <laughs> Add the link in the bio. <laughs> but definitely, we're we're on all um, podcast platforms. You can find us anywhere. You can even find us on SoundCloud. So you have no excuse. So go no ahead. Excuse. And find us. We drop every Wednesday. May not be at the same time every Wednesday, but we drop every Wednesday. And we got you. Definitely. At least an hour, hour and a half of your time. Just give it to us. You won't regret it. You won't regret it. Joanna, thank you. Doctor. Doctor D. (laughs) Not that kind of doctor. Doc D. Oh. Okay. And not that kind of doctor either. I don't. I don't even know what doctors you're talking about. Like she, because it's okay. Doc D sounds like a porn, like a porn star. Where's my strap on? Uh, apparently, uh, you want me to get one. Where is my strap on? Who's that? Look, who? look, look, I, I don't. I no, they so that, call that that's something. gonna have. A, I'm gonna have to. Isn't okay. EJ is not gonna let me do that. He's but. not gonna let you pick him. No, it's picking. <laughs> he's like, I don't. I don't. Even, I don't even know EJ. <laughs> And I know that he ain't gonna let you pick him. Like I already know. Like I don't know. I know, but I don't know. But I know that shit. That ain't happening. He's just gonna be like hard pass. Oh, but I would love to come out randomly with like a strap on attached. He'd be so mad at me. It'd be so funny though. I want. I want to say don't do no shit like that. But It'll that's be a part of me. It's like. There's a part of me that's like, do it and let me know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't be mad enough to divorce me, but I mean, he'll definitely be I'm, mad at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, how long, how long do he really stay managing? You know what I'm saying? Not that but long. But the memory, but the memory of, of that happening is forever, you know, because you could you could laugh about that forever. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, gotta do it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. 
Joanna, thank you so much for joining me this week on It's About Damn Time. No worries. Have a good day. Thank you for joining me this week on It's About Damn Time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG, and join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.